Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Our proposal is that there be aid given to both places, to Israel and to Ukraine. And we are standing by that, as you have said. The president has been very clear. If any bifurcation of that should occur, uh, he will veto. But let's also be clear that these folks who want to be considered as leaders in the midst of global crises of a proportion we have not seen in a very long time are playing that. political games with people. She says as they play political games with people, I'm proposing a two-state solution for Ukraine. I think Ukraine should turn over half of their territory to Russia, and then there will be the peace. That was Kamala Harris, of course. She is uh, not smart. And there, uh, there is still, you know, Antony Blinken is over there. He's still talking two-state solution. One is the state of terror. Well, they'd both be in a state of terror. One would be the terrorists, and the other would be the terrorized. That would be the two-state solution that the Democrats are fighting for. I, uh, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that the Democrat Party is not, uh, not a smart group. I, I, I still have, because I, believe it or not, the Democrats, the border is such a nightmare that, uh, and our news media just doesn't cover it because our news media is such a nightmare. But in addition to the terrorists and the record numbers of people on the terror watch list and the skyrocketing numbers and the murderers and mass murderers from Brazil and from Mexico wandering the streets of America and, and working jobs and staying in motels in Albuquerque, We also have uh, another update for you, and that is the U.S. border sees influx of 24,000 Chinese migrants crossing into the United States from Mexico in the last 12 months. That is up more than 10 times. That's 1,000% from the year before. And the Daily Mail has the story, and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a newspaper at all. Customs and Border Protection encounters with Chinese nationals at the southern border are at record highs. The agency reported 24,048 border arrests in the 12 months through September. That's up from 1,970 over the same time period in 2022. So we went from fewer than 2,000 to more than 24,000 from 2022 to 2023. And in 2021, the total number of Chinese nationals grabbed at the southern border was 323. So 323 Chinese nationals, they don't have our best interests at heart, 323 Chinese nationals in the fiscal year 2021 jumping to 24,048 in 2023. That's 
Joe Biden's border patrol record. That's just extraordinary. Just extraordinary. And now the big city mayors, sanctuary cities, they want $5 billion to help offset the costs of taking in all the illegal aliens that arrived in not border cities, mind you, but the mayors of Chicago, Denver, Houston, is at least in Texas, Los Angeles, and New York. This is, uh, this is pretty amazing stuff, I've got to say. Now let's go to, uh, I've got a couple of audio sound bites on this, because uh, early this morning on the television, I was watching, on the television they were interviewing a, a San Diego, you know, a San Diego, that's German, San Diego uh, Board of Supervisors, Jim Desmond, and Jim Desmond is a, a county. It's actually San Diego County rather than the city. And, of course, it borders Mexico to the south. And uh, there it is. It's Mexico. they got Tijuana over there and stuff. San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond. Um, talking about the problems they're having as a border community, a border county in a sanctuary state. And... Uh, San Diego County Board of Supervisors Representative Jim Desmond. So many uh, migrants are being allowed into San Diego County here and just being dropped off because of the Border Patrol agents are, are overwhelmed. We're getting about 600 a day being dropped off in our streets and our transportation systems. And, and Border Patrol does not, we've even talked to them, they don't have, really have the time to vet these people. Vet? Oh, now you want to start vetting people. Well, we got uh, 24 thousand Chinese nationals. Is China uh, south of our border, Michael? Is it, can you walk from China to San Diego? Is that something you can do? <clears throat> this is your Democrat Party at work. Now, um, the terrorism threat. We got mass murders from Mexico, members of cartels, slaughter babies, families, like Hamas, these Mexican drug cartels. We got the open borders. We got more than 100,000 Americans dying of fatal drug overdoses in a single year. And we've got the uh, numbers of people on the terror watch list being uh, intercepted at our border by our Border Patrol people. The Democrats don't want to have border security. Uh, And, uh, hey, what about radical Islamic terror? So with this many people coming out, and then with the bulletin from the Border Patrol saying to watch out for Hamas and Hezbollah, and then a person being caught here that is a terrorist that was allowed let in, we need to shut down the border, hit a reset, get a system that works properly vets people before they come into the country, which we don't have right now. We're being overwhelmed, and I think we, we, need, to, we need to shut this border down, hit reset, and, and get control of our border so we keep these bad people out and allow good people in. What kind of a crazy idea is that? Keep bad people out and let good people in? Control our border? The Democrat Party is dead set against that. And they are jihadis on this one. Again, 169 people on the terror watch list in fiscal year 2023. 18 people on the terror watch list just in September. And a total of 11 people on the terror watch list captured in the four years of Donald Trump. Because these guys rang the dinner bell. They put the bat signal spotlight up in the clouds. And every miscreant from around the world knows that they can just saunter in here. You can get a hotel room, whatever. Cartels, Hamas, Senegal, terror, 
Mexico, mass murder, Mormon family. The twin babies, eight months old. The two-year-old kid, the toddler. They kill them all. And then they just walk into the United States. You know, we have the idea, at least, of border security for very good reason. Here is uh, Jim Here is Jim Desmond uh, of the San Diego County Board of Supervisors. California, unfortunately, we're a sanctuary state, uh, thanks to uh, Governor Newsom. And, and that... That fact that and so people don't hear being run by a Democrat, a Democratic state. They don't want to talk out of against the governor. They don't want to, you know, say bad things about people in their own party. But this is untenable. Most of the electorate, hopefully, are seeing the fact that how many people are being dropped off here. And you know, one of the in our uh, mainstream media newspapers here in San Diego County said terrorism should not be a reason to shut down the border. Wait a minute. What a member of the media in San Diego said terrorism shouldn't be a reason to shut down the border. The threat of terrorism shouldn't be an excuse to shut down the border. The San Diego Union Tribune, Michael Smolens, obviously a Democrat with a death wish. And the headline in the San Diego uh, Union Tribune, the threat of terrorism shouldn't be an excuse to shut down the border. That's uh, his, his big overarching point here, and that is what Jim Desmond was talking about a moment ago. I went and looked it up. Just amazing. Local Republicans, but not Democrats, cite Hamas attack on Israel in call to block new immigrants from crossing border. That's, uh, they always leave out a word, the illegal immigrants, you see. No, uh, but you guys make legal immigration look bad. You give legal immigration a bad name because of your handling of our southern border. And they're coming in in record numbers across our northern border from Canada these days, too. The threat of terrorism not only needs to be taken seriously, but it must be put into proper perspective, he writes. FBI Director Christopher Wray sought to do that Tuesday when he told a Senate committee the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans and the United States to a whole other level. A whole other level. It's not the best grammar, but it is what he said. He urged Americans to go about their daily lives. You know, sure, you might get killed. The whole family might. But to be more wary about it. Now, here's this nitwit at the San Diego Union-Tribune. Um, who is paid for his opinion, Michael Smolens. And, uh, and then he misrepresents everything that's happening. Republicans say, well, you know, uh, there's uh, the elevated terror threat, uh, a whole new level, uh, unprecedented level. And, uh, and here is this so-called journalist in San Diego, a border city, uh, attacking Republicans for wanting to secure our border and, by extension, our country, and, of course, our people. That means your mother and your children and everybody else. But the Democrat-run media uh, comes up with convoluted, anti-intellectual, unserious arguments that we should leave our border open because, you know, who, what, me worry? Honestly, just extraordinary. Extraordinary. Amazing people. Yes, they are. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's take a phone call, shall we? 
Let's uh, let's see. Let's go to um, da, da, da. let's go to Mike calling from Little Rock, Arkansas. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, uh, great to be with you, Chris. Welcome. Listen, uh, I think that I think that Schumer and Biden, Gavin Newsom, etc. They're communists. They're going to act like communists. They're going to do communist things. They're going to let the Chicoms in. They're going to let you know the cartels. They're going to get bought off by cartels. They're just communists. They're just filthy, rotten communists. So they're going to behave that way. But we have, I'm in a red state. I've got this supposed wonderful conservative governor. I've got a great Senate that's run by conservatives, supposedly, and a great state legislature. You know, the state house is run by conservatives. Yet, why aren't they doing something? And they'll say they are, but they aren't. Why aren't they doing something to make our state a non-sanctuary state? Why don't they turn off all magnets for illegal immigrants to come to the state? Don't let them get employed in this state, in Arkansas. Why don't they do that? Why can't they fix a problem for Arkansans? They won't do it. And the red state governors all across the country, they, they complain, they moan, they go on Fox. They say, oh, we got to do something about this border. We've been hearing this for 40 years. You know, do something in your own state. Fix your state. If you can have 11 sanctuary states, why can't we have 20 states that are non-sanctuary states where logic and reason and the rule of law are applied and we don't allow criminals to come to our states and just, uh, you know, uh, sponge off the government, sponge off, the, you know, the school system, um, take jobs or whatever. Just, just hang out in the street. We don't want them here. We don't want illegals here. We're not trying to be mean. But it's so stupid that we have to continue to play this game that the, the Democrats are playing. And we're just, you know, going along for the ride and pretend that there's not a solution that states can do. States can secure their, uh, their own state. Cities could do the same thing. But why aren't we doing that? Why aren't, why aren't they focused on a solution, Chris? What, what's going on with the Republicans? The stinking Republicans, not, you know, not just the not just the communist Democrats, yeah. but the do nothing Republicans. Yeah, I look and and uh, and uh, your governor, of course, uh, is Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Arkansas, whose father had been the governor of Arkansas also. And uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, I you know, where are the Republicans? The Democrat uh, uh, Party has activists representatives and governors and senators and, uh, you know, everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And, and uh, so many of them are fanatical and, and demented. And uh, Republicans on Capitol Hill uh, speak softly and don't carry a stick at all. And, they, and we've got governors all over the country. Also, I mean, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Michael, that uh, obviously if I'm a Republican governor of state, I'm going to say, well, listen, you know, Chicago can have all the illegal. I'll bus them there. I'll fly them there. I'll uh, and and uh, uh, this is not a sanctuary state. This is not a sanctuary city. Would be a great, a great. I mean, it's it's practical. It would be good governance, and I think it would also be good politics at this moment in our history. But you know, Republicans. You know the old uh, the old story, uh, Mike, is that. The Republicans are the stupid party and the Democrats are the evil party. And uh, that has never been more clear than it is today. Although I am, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I'm not holding a lot of uh, uh, hope out for. But I am hopeful that the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is going to be doing good things. Um, 
You know, we got a couple of fights going on now, but you need fighters. And that's why Donald Trump got traction and became popular, because at long last, somebody with an R after the name punched back and said, I'm going to fight back. And uh, that was so unexpected that uh, President Trump became extremely popular with a great many Americans. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, Joe Biden is speaking today. He's already spoken, as a matter of fact. You know, our uh, open border crisis is so out of control that five Democrat mayors, big city mayors, came to Washington, D.C. yesterday, hat in hand, uh, smirking and demanding billions and billions of dollars from us, the American taxpayers, to pay for their misguided, corrupt, unintelligent policies, their their sanctuary city policies, the corrupt mayors of Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, and New York City all um, want to meet with President Biden because they need $5 billion. That's a billion dollars each. The, uh, the White House has offered $1.4 billion to these cities to deal with their own misguided policies. Because they're all being overwhelmed by illegal aliens. And uh, it's expensive. Not to mention all of the other associated difficulties. Billions and billions of dollars. You know, the murderers, the cartel members, the the jihadis. And then uh, something funny happened, actually. The FBI, while the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, was here in Washington... The FBI raided the home of the top fundraiser for New York City Mayor Eric Adams, and he had to abscond. He had to flee the city of Washington and go right home immediately because his fundraiser was arrested. All right, so these uh, five dim-witted, corrupt Democrat mayors and they want $5 billion because they have idiotic sanctuary city policies. And and because, hilariously, Governor Greg Abbott uh, started sending the illegals to New York and to Chicago and, uh, and uh, to Washington, D.C. And that was hilarious. Uh, but, you know, they're wrecking our country, so that's their more long-term goal. But the FBI raided the home of a top fundraiser for New York City Mayor Eric Adams while Eric Adams was in Washington, D.C., uh, doing the shakedown. You know, it's all about shaking down everybody for money all the time. Brianna Suggs, Brianna Suggs, S-U-G-G-S, worked to raise money for the mayor's 2021 campaign. 
FBI agents searched the Crown Heights home Thursday of Brianna Suggs, a campaign consultant and top fundraiser linked to New York City Mayor Eric Adams and his campaign. He's a Democrat, of course. The agents descended on the home on Lincoln Place in Brooklyn Thursday morning. The FBI declined to immediately comment on the reason, but acknowledged agents were at the address. What, they didn't alert CNN and have a camera crew outside like they did for Roger Stone and the raid on his house? That that kind of FBI treatment is reserved for Republicans because the FBI has been corrupted by the Democrats. Just uh, great stuff. Adams unexpectedly returned from Washington, D.C. to New York despite a day of planned meetings with White House officials and other big city mayors on immigration. He had to go back immediately. Maybe he's uh, more involved than just the fundraising part of it. His office said at the time the mayor was returning to address a matter. Address a matter. That's what uh, they said. But declined to elaborate. Deputy Mayor Fabian Levy later clarified. The mayor heard of an issue related to the campaign and takes these issues seriously. So wanted to get back to New York as quickly as possible. He plans to return to D.C. and reschedule these meetings as soon as he can. That'll never happen. Uh, So he's terrified that uh, he's in big trouble because of all kinds of, you know, Democrat Party stuff and New York City machine stuff, right? So the home is raided, his fundraiser. What's the, you know, come on. That's, uh, that's not a thing. And he got back there immediately. What? What's happening? Gentlemen, we've got to hold on to our phony baloney jobs. Just extraordinary. Now, this is an important bit of Democrat Party news as well. Um, and the headline says, video. It begins, video colon, because there's video of the chicanery, American military news. Judge orders the overturn of an election after Democrats caught stuffing ballot boxes. Superior Court Judge William Clark overturned a Democrat mayoral primary election in Bridgeport, Connecticut, due to surveillance video footage that revealed individuals, plural, stuffing multiple absentee ballots into ballot drop boxes. Charlie Kirk, the CEO of Turning Point USA, shared a portion of the leaked surveillance video on X, and he wrote, A judge has just overturned a mayoral primary election in Bridgeport, Connecticut, after Democrat operatives were caught ballot stuffing. The video was leaked and reveals a a Democrat clerk stuffing this drop box multiple times with illegal ballots in the same day. Then she got somebody else to uh, take another shipment of ballots and go stuff more ballots. Based on the video evidence and the recent court case, Charlie Kirk also questioned how common ballot stuffing is in American elections whether this will be the first of many cases centered around ballot stuffing. You know, that's what this mail-out ballot program is all about. 
and whether the Connecticut case will serve as a legal precedent to be used in future cases. And so Charlie Kirk, massive story, he writes on X, a judge just overturned the mayoral primary election in Bridgeport, Connecticut, after Democrat operatives were caught stuffing ballot boxes. And uh, here's the video, and you can watch the video. Now, here's the, uh, here's the thing about this story. It is a, it's, um, a Democrat Party thing, and it's Democrat on Democrat violence because it's in the Democrat primary for the mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut. They wouldn't do it on a large scale, though. Clark explained in his ruling, the judge, that he did not have the authority to cancel or postpone the general election. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the judge said he had seen enough evidence, uh, presumably the video, to rule in favor of the new uh, of having a new Democratic primary election. So he threw out the uh, results of the primary election after seeing the video of the stuffed ballot boxes. Now, does this remind anyone of the the video? of uh, Georgia around Atlanta where Democrats were seen going to ballot boxes late at night and stuffing uh, lots and lots of ballots into ballot boxes and then the same woman driving to another ballot box and stuffing the ballot box with lots and lots of ballots. And then there was a uh, court case out west where uh, it was discovered there was voter fraud and they discovered because they had fingerprints on the ballots that showed that the same people were stuffing ballot ballots into ballot boxes at different locations. And the next day in Georgia, the same ballot box stuffers came back, but this time they were wearing blue surgical gloves. After there was a ruling saying, well, the fingerprints were the problem here. They're fingerprinting the ballots and, and somebody got caught out west. And so then suddenly in Atlanta, uh, a key state for the Democrats to win, the same people came back, but this time wearing blue surgical gloves and stuffing more ballots into more ballot boxes. Just don't pay any attention to that because there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. I think that was in the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the documentary film. Oh, the mules. Uh, 4,000 mules? Yeah, 2,000 mules. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think the video was in there. Now, uh, back to the judge and uh, to Connecticut here. Um, Democratic Mayor Joe Gannum initially defeated Democratic challenger John Gomes, or Gomez, in the September 12th primary election. He won by 251 votes out of 8,173 total votes cast, according to the Associated Press. And in his ruling, Judge Clark highlighted evidence of abnormal numbers of absentee ballots in very in various voting districts as well as surveillance video footage that showed multiple individuals stuffing stacks of ballots into ballot drop boxes which is a violation of Connecticut law but not Georgia law apparently the videos are shocking to the court and should be shocking to all the parties Judge Clark said. Following Clark's ruling, Gomez, who formerly served as the city's chief administrative officer, said, this is a victory for the people of Bridgeport. Our campaign always believed that the integrity of our democratic process must be upheld, and Superior Court Judge William Clark agreed. Now, that's a, bull, a BS statement there, <laughs> but honestly... Um, 
the, here's the video. Here's the judge. The primary election was overturned. A margin of 251 ballots, multiple people stuffing multiple ballot boxes. And the judge, no idiot is he, uh, caught them stuffing the ballot boxes and, and called them on it. And good for him. Biz Pack Review. Connecticut judge overturns election results after video showed brazen ballot box stuffing. And again, 2,000 mules we saw in Atlanta, and then we saw them change their behavior when there was a verdict out west in court uh, that involved fingerprints, and then they came back wearing blue surgical gloves doing the same thing the next day. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Just extraordinary. And the Democrats, by hook or by crook, by hammer and sickle, by any means necessary. Your Democrat Party. That is a big and important story, which will not be covered by CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, The Washington Post, The New York Times. Just, just extraordinary. Mm. All right, let's, uh, let's see. I haven't uh, taken a phone call in quite some time. Let us go to the uh, telephones. Let's go to Becky, calling from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Rebecca, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm great, yeah, Becky. I just wanted to talk about the, um, all the anti-Semitism. These people need to be marched through the, um, through the Holocaust Museum. And I think any trip to Europe should include a trip to one of the um, Nazi death camps. I've been to a couple of them. And there's just a weird feeling there. The um, the last time I went to Dachau, it got very, very cold in there. And I stood at the threshold leaving. I didn't hear anything. And I stepped outside the threshold, and I heard the birds singing. Mm. And all of this stuff reminds me of what happened in Rwanda. And I recommend that everybody read the book Left to Tell by Immaculate Ila Begiza, I'm probably massacring her name, mm-hmm. but all of the talk and all of the jargon is very similar to what happened there. And when you demonize a group of people, it it um, it ends up in catastrophe. Well, yes, it does uh, clearly, and and this epidemic of anti-Semitism in the United States that that really just burst out into the public. Over the last and you know, I mean, there was there was always anti-Semitism lurking somewhere, but I got to tell you, Becky, the college campuses, the Democrat Party, the Jihad Squad, Democrat members of the House of Representatives, um, I I'm not easily shocked. I, I like to say I'm often appalled, but rarely shocked. The uh, this the emergence of this behavior and this rhetoric from the halls of Congress and the Democrat Party to campuses across the United States of America, and, it's, and it is from coast to coast. Um, Becky, where did this come from? How did this, is this sudden? I mean, have college campuses been hotbeds of anti-Semitism for a long time and we just didn't know it? Or, I, I mean, what is going on with the indoctrination of, of young people in the United States of America? It's shocking. You remember that poem um, wrote, written near the, in the Holocaust? I can't remember who wrote it. First they came for this group, but I said nothing. So I, but I was not part of that group, so I said nothing. 
Then they came for it. Then they came for it. Then they came for me, and there's nobody left to speak for me. That's there's right. been no pushback. Yeah, and there is no pushback. There's no. I mean, I've been saying uh, for a long time that Joe Biden should address the nation in prime time from the White House on this matter of anti-Semitism. It was a Christian pastor by the name of Martin Niemöller that uh, wrote the poem. Okay. That wrote the poem that you're uh, talking about first today. And I think everybody should be made. To, every, that should be read in every. Um, that should be read in every classroom. And I think everybody also ought to read the Gulag Archipelago. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because the commies are here. I mean, they, they, I know it sounds like name calling. And I think a, a lot of them are just useful idiots and they're too stupid, uh, honestly, too ill informed. Yeah. Um, well, um, and I also blame the parents. Where are the parents that they're mortgaging, they're taking out mortgages to send their kids to these schools? To, and it's starting in the elementary schools. Yeah. And um, I know there are some parents sticking up, standing up and are being labeled by the FBI, but more need to stand up. And Congress needs to stand up and Joe Biden needs to stand But the Democrats, mm-hmm. you know what they keep doing, Becky, is they keep coming out and talking about Islamophobia. Yeah, yeah. And then they called everybody to the right of Bernie Sanders a Nazi. I mean, if you didn't... Um, you know, if you want the border closed, oh, you're a Nazi. But right. then we're seeing all this Nazi behavior going right. on, and it's being condoned. Very disturbing. My father took some time out of his youth to kill Nazis and uh, mm-hmm. did a fine job of doing it. Uh, and uh, you're, you're right, of course. And and keep in mind that Adolf Hitler's party was called the Socialist Workers' Party. So- of. I mean, they were, they were socialists. The Socialist well, Workers' Party of Germany. don't have any respect for life. I mean, right. you know. It's like every ad, every political ad in Virginia from the Democrats is about abortion. I know. They don't I, address any other issues. And I'm like, is that all people in Virginia are thinking about? And there's really, I was watching a, a local news uh, last night and uh, just being uh, the tsunami of abortion ads by Democrats. God, they I love know. abortion. It's like there are other issues. You'd think. Um, yeah. Becky, uh, wonderful. Thank you for calling. Thank you for thinking. You're welcome. Thank you for taking my call. You bet your bottom dollar. That's why we're here. First they came by Pastor Martin Niemöller. First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. Catchy little poem. Now, the uh, the five Democrat mayors coming to Washington demanding $5 billion to accommodate their own illegal alien open border sanctuary city policies. And Joe Biden this morning uh, tried to address this, but he doesn't know how. Joe Biden. Working together to stabilize migrant populations, including making sure the communities that are stabilize. welcoming migrants and refugees can afford. Welcoming. Can afford to welcome them. They can, can afford, afford to care for them. They can afford to welcome them and care for them. The illegal aliens. He wants to make sure that cities can afford to welcome because they're welcoming, see? 
That's it. By the way, the Democrats' friends in Hamas are hoarding vast amounts of fuel as Gaza hospitals run low, U.S. officials say. You know, you got to open the, the, the Rafah Gate in the south um, leading to Egypt because you have to get fuel in there because the hospitals need fuel and the desalination plants uh, cleaning the water from the Mediterranean Sea, they need fuel. But here are the troglodytes uh, hoarding, that means stealing, vast amounts, that means all or virtually all, of the fuel that's coming into the Gaza as hospitals run low. They get another chance to prove that they don't care at all about human life. At the same time, Israel encircles Gaza City as Blinken arrives to push for humanitarian aid, more humanitarian aid. And the Democrats are are wetting their beds because Muslim leaders, NBC fake news now, Muslim leaders in Minnesota say they will, quote, abandon Biden. He's got to join the jihad. Why would they do that? Because the United States supports an ally in Israel? I guess these Muslims in Minnesota are actually jihadis at heart, uh, genocidal anti-Semites at heart, and, uh, you know. And then the headline from the Federalist, Dems won't fully condemn Hamas because Biden needs Dearborn. This is the Muslim population, Dearborn, Michigan. They need Michigan. It's a key swing state. If they don't win Michigan, they might lose the presidential election. So they've got to pander to the jihadis in Dearborn, Michigan that send us people like Rashida Tlaib, who are genocidal anti-Semites and and so on. But pay no attention. Pay no attention. Joy Reid on her blog, attacking Hillary Clinton for the cruelty of opposing a ceasefire which uh, Hillary Clinton points out is beneficial only to Hamas, which is a terrorist group. Hey, listen, uh, have a great American weekend anyway. Ignore these crazy people for a while. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.